welcome to For Good Measure, an interview series celebrating diverse composers and other creative artists, sponsored by a grant from the California Arts Council. I'm Nanette McGinnis, Artistic Executive Director of Ensemble for These Times. In this week's episode, we continue our conversation with Monica Chu, who joined us in June 2022. You attended the Gabriella Elena Frank Creative Academy of Music as an auditor. What was that experience like? As an auditor, I was, that was great. I went to, I think, three or four different um, cycles and got to meet lots of composers and be a fly on the wall and sort of watch everybody else go through this process without mm, having any pr- pressure to produce music of my own, mm-hmm. um, which was really great, actually, because it was already very intense just being there and just absorbing everything. Um, so um, that was wonderful and a really important part of my, uh, a really important part of my musical development. Do you have any advice for young women composers? What do you see as the future for classical and new music? So uh, my advice for composers, not being an experienced composer myself, is that you should just try it if you're interested. And the worst thing that'll happen is that um, you'll write something that you don't like, which is just part of learning. So I hope that anybody who's listening and is interested in composing uh, won't have any fear about doing that and will feel like they have the right to create their own music and perform it. And um, if it's bad, then it'll join a long legacy of bad pieces that is an important part of our tradition. So, um, you know, it's so interesting to me as a, as a classical musician thinking about, uh, especially this past year um, when we had this big Beethoven centennial about how much of our concept of what makes a good Beethoven performance is based on many, many decades and generations of brilliant performers doing their best to play Beethoven over and over and over and over again. And we don't dedicate the same time and energy to new music. And because of that, sometimes when a new piece gets played for the first time and it doesn't go well, it may, the composer may not be lucky enough to have the piece performed a second time or, you know, enough times um, for someone to really understand the piece, to, for the piece to find the right performer and the right audience. So I would say, even if you write a bad piece, just keep going. Eventually you'll, you'll have the right combination of the score and the performer that, um, Somebody will feel something from something that you wrote eventually, I think. How do you balance being a pianist and a composer? Are they more or less integrated for you, or does one pull more at you? Well, I'm 44, and I am starting to feel lots of aches and pains. (laughs) And, uh, you know, playing piano doesn't really help with that. Using a computer a lot definitely doesn't help with that. And all I know is that I love music and I would love to continue 
doing music in some form of for as long as I can. And composing to me is like a natural extension of trying to um, lengthen that runway. It's also kind of ridiculous because when I when I first started composing, I sort of had this idea that um, it would it wouldn't be too hard because I knew a lot of music and I had played a lot of music and I listened to music all the time and I I just thought okay I have good ears I can I can figure out what doesn't work which is actually true I I know when I write something that I don't like. I don't always know how to fix it, but then I didn't realize like how painful <laughs> that it would be <laughs> trying to find, um, trying to find uh, the things that I wanted to say sometimes. And then um, the other thing that's happened um, recently is, well, you mentioned, uh, well, you, of course we'll edit this out, but I recently, uh, you mentioned the calls for scores for, for Dale. So I recently had a, a piece that was premiered by a really fantastic clarinetist, Tom Piercy. And I wrote this 60 second piece in response to a call for scores. And I did that on a whim. I had no, it wasn't part of my medium term planning or anything like that. I just, I happened to see the call. I was busy procrastinating, finishing a different score. So I decided to spend a couple hours on a, a 60 second clarinet piece, which got premiered and um, it was wonderful because he was fantastic. All of the work that I did musically was upfront. I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't even know it was gonna happen until you know, the week before. And um, to me, that was like a perfect musical experience. It sounds like you're still finding your compositional voice, or do you have a strong sense of it now and are primarily refining it? Oh, I wouldn't say that I had found my compositional voice at all, really. I mean, I'm not even sure what that means. I'm, I'm purely in chaos mode right now since I started late in life. So I'm just trying to learn music and um, figure out how to be efficient and all those things. So, yeah. Thank you for listening to For Good Measure, and a special thank you to our guest, Monica Chu, for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast by clicking on the subscribe button and support us by sharing it with your friends, posting about it on social media, and leaving us a rating and a review. To learn more about E4TT, our concert season online and in the Bay Area, or to make a tax-deductible donation, please visit us at www.e4tt.org. This podcast is made possible in part by a grant from the California Arts Council and generous donors like you. Four Good Measures produced by Nanette McGinnis and Ensemble for These Times and designed by Brennan Stokes with special thanks to audio engineer extraordinaire Stephanie Newman. Remember to keep supporting equity in the arts and tune in next week for Good Measure.